A new Korean television series explores what happens when your daughter is turned into a chicken nugget. Following a fatal Amish buggy crash, identical twin sisters traded places and blame for the crime. A robo-taxi goes up in flames in Chinatown after a crowd attacks the vehicle. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the galaxy. A Korean television series explores what happens when your daughter is turned into a chicken nugget. You heard that correctly. When your daughter is turned into a chicken nugget, that's what this television show is all about. Finally, a TV show that's going to answer the burning question that we always have had, guys. Would your daughter taste better with barbecue or sweet and sour sauce? You know, haven't you always wondered that? Maybe you're a honey mustard person. (laughs) This is a television show that's going to be on Netflix, apparently. It says, Netflix seems to greenlight anything and everything that is proposed to its Korean division, no doubt thanks to the roaring success of many wacky and strange TV shows that have come from Korea. Uh, The latest that might find itself achieving some success on Netflix is a series called Dakgangjong. 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 Dakgangjong? Dakgang, dakgang, dakgangjong. I think I got it right. As for what this show is about, it sees a father attempting to turn his daughter back into a human being after she was turned into a chicken nugget by a strange machine. Oh, you know. Oh, the old my daughter was turned into a crispy treat. This is a a trope in TV. They've done it many, many times. The plot synopsis for the show is as follows. The father owns a company. The daughter of the father mistakes one of his new machines at the company as a device that would help her with her fatigue. Turns out it's not that kind of device at all. The device accidentally turns her into chicken nuggets. It turns her into a, I don't know why her father's working on a device that turns people into chicken nuggets. That's a strange thing to be producing at your company. Cause I don't think you're going to sell many of these, even if you're making them and who's going to buy machines that turn their children into nuggets. It's just, it's not really going to happen. It's, then it says here, the father and the father's intern, who is a boy who also has a crush on her, try to turn her back into a human being. And as they do so, they discover unexpected secrets. Ooh, what are the secrets? A secret sauce that tastes lovely on her, perhaps? What's the secret? Is there going to be some sort of twist, such as the father and daughter get along better when she's a nugget? <laughs> it's better for our relationship. You know, she... She uh, she always comes home on time. She doesn't disobey curfew. She she stopped asking me for money. That's amazing. And I always know where she is. She's in her little box. That's great. It says here, uh, Netflix Korea is planning on uh, debuting this show quarter one of 2024. So sometime soon we're going to get Honey, I Chicken Nuggeted the Kids. <laughs> I think. I do like strange TV shows. Uh... Some of my favorites, well, these are animated, but I do love the Squidbillies. It's a, it's a show about these these redneck hick squids. <laughs> and it sounds like it doesn't exist, but it does. I also like this show on Adult Swim called 12-Ounce Mouse. Really weird show. I couldn't even figure out what it was about, to be honest with you. I know it involves an alcoholic animated mouse. I'm not sure what else is going on. It's pretty weird. You got you to be very high to watch that show, I think. Um, 
Have you guys heard of the show called Cop Rock? <laughs> this is a, it's like a cop show. If a cop show was a musical, it really exists. You can find clips of it on YouTube still. Yeah, a cop show that's a musical. Jonesy, could you please give us an example on how this would work? Uh, okay, so the police captain has a meeting with everybody and tells them about the new case. They're going to go out and be on the lookout for such and such a person. And then the and then the the captain will just break out into like, also, you guys, I want you to be careful out there. Be careful out there. I want you to be careful out there. Well, well, you know we got a 187 on Broadway, and you know it's dangerous out there. <laughs> now, 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 this is exactly what's going on in the show, what I'm acting out right now. Now, you would think that this is a comedy. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a serious drama. It's at no point. Is this supposed to be comedy? It's supposed to be a serious drama. The cops are listening to the captain sing to them, be careful out there, put the safety on your gun, don't forget that. And they're, they're like watching intently and seriously, like taking it in, like, okay, we will, we will, Sarge, we'll be careful out there. At no point is it funny, it's supposed to be funny. They don't ever crack up, like, this is ridiculous. Our sergeant is, our captain is singing to us about to um, be careful out there. Anyways, yeah, you should watch clips of that. Uh, do you guys have a favorite weird series of some sort? Please call me. Tell me. 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. My, 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 my. The news is weird tonight. Yay! After a fatal Amish buggy crash... Twin sisters traded places and blame for the crime. This story is out of Fillmore County, Minnesota. A 35-year-old southeastern Minnesota woman faces over a dozen charges for allegedly trying to take the blame for her twin sister in a fatal Amish buggy crash. There's a lot of weird stuff going on here. We got twins. We got an Amish buggy. We got a crime. Sarah Peterson was charged with 16 felonies, including criminal vehicular homicide, criminal vehicular operation, aiding an offender. All 16 charges indicate that Sarah Peterson tried to conceal or take responsibility for her identical twin sister's criminal acts. She was trying to take the fall for her sister. Why would you do that? It says uh, earlier this week, Sarah Peterson's sister, Samantha Peterson, was charged with 21 felonies, including criminal vehicular homicide, criminal vehicular operation, driving under the influence, failure to provide proof of insurance, careless driving and speeding, etc. Samantha Peterson was allegedly high on meth when she crashed into an Amish buggy. That's what happened. Unfortunately, two individuals were killed in that accident. Two people were hospitalized with serious injuries. The uh, the poor, innocent Amish. Fillmore County Sheriff John said the fact that the sisters are identical twins added a bit of complexity to this lengthy investigation. Says as the days continued beyond that first day where the crash was reported, inconsistencies started to appear in both of the sisters' stories and in the evidence that the deputies uncovered. Later, it was determined through a series of search warrants and interviews that, in fact, Samantha Peterson, Sarah's twin sister, was actually driving that vehicle. Dun, dun, dun. This sounds like a Scooby-Doo ending. It's like, no, 
It wasn't Samantha. It was her twin sister, Tina. Tina, you were the one doing this, right? All right, you got me, kids. I would have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for you pesky kids. You found me. Now, it says here, in the end, what led police to actually find out what was going on regarding these twin sisters, uh, cell phone records on Samantha Peterson's phone revealed a text that she sent writing, quote, I hit that Amish buggy and killed two people. Made Sarah come there and take the fall for it so I wouldn't go to prison. Oh, she, she made the sister come there. She texts her sister, just killed people. You come and say it was you. How is the sister agreeing to this? How? How? Did she lose the Super Bowl bet? And that's what the bet was. You, had, you chose the 49ers. Now you come here and take these 21 felonies for me. This doesn't make any sense. According to the, the, the sheriff, Sarah was on, a, on scene a short time before the first deputy arrived. That allowed them t- to come up with the story where Sarah would take responsibility for the crash and start to mislead the investigation from that point on. Yeah, the, the crash took place. She got the, She calls the sister, get over here. I need you to help me clean up a mess. She's like, oh, what happened? What did you do? Did you, what did you knock? Did you knock over something? Did you knock over the Jenga again? The giant Jenga blocks that we have behind the house? You know the one. Did you, you need some help cleaning up? What happened? Did you spill the Cheerios? No, no, not exactly. We got an Amish buggy here. Two dead people. Get over here. Help me out. Now, the sheriff says a lot of the evidence, including analysis of the cell phone data, took a very long time to process. And it was because of this that it took so long for charges to be filed. Both sisters have criminal histories, in fact. My goodness, these are some evil sisters. I'm surprised they haven't made a Lifetime movie about these two. Samantha Peterson's convictions include fourth and third degree driving, DWI, driving under the influence. Sarah Peterson was convicted of conspiracy to distribute a controlled substance in 2022 and is currently on parole for that offense. Says uh, if convicted, these two could FaceTime. Both of them could actually go to jail because one of them was trying to like cover up evidence, mislead authorities, etc. So she's in serious trouble as well. I mean, the whole thing is bizarre. I still can't wrap my head around why you would cover up for your sister. I mean, uh, come and take the fall for mur- two murders? Murders? Take the fall for murders? I mean, it's not like shoplifting or something. You know, this has probably been going on since they were teenagers. She's been taking the rap for her sister forever. <laughs> you know, so they, they get caught stealing or something. She's like, tell them you did it. Tell them you did it. Yeah, you better tell them you did it. Poor sister is just abused. I don't know. I don't know the whole story. I'm just just pontificating, speculating here. I'll tell you right now, if they don't already, these Amish buggies need to get airbags. <laughs> Got to do it. Doesn't even have to be an airbag. Just put a, put bags of hay in the front seat. Something. Did you guys happen to hear the Amish buggy rock song that goes... I can't drive five. I can't drive five. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling 
wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. A crowd of people attacked a robo-taxi and lit it on fire. Stories out of San Francisco. A crowd in San Francisco's Chinatown surrounded one of those Waymo robo-taxis on Saturday night. They broke the windows and threw fireworks inside, setting the vehicle ablaze, according to the company Waymo. You guys familiar with these robo-taxis? I've been up to San Francisco a number of times in the past few years, and I've noticed there are quite a few of these robo-taxis just cruising the city streets. They are driverless taxis. At first, they're kind of freaky. After a while, you get used to them. There's a lot of them in San Francisco, and they're not perfect. I believe they were using the city as a testing ground for these vehicles to see if it's possible to have a city filled with driverless, basically Uber vehicles, sort of, you know, the driverless taxis. But what you get sometimes is the taxi will stop for some unknown reason, and it'll, it just won't move. It's like it, it's like a glitch. You know, you, sometimes you play a video game, and you, uh, like a character will have a glitch. It'll just be the person will just be like walking into a wall nonstop. You're like, oh, that's a glitch. Yeah, these robo taxis get glitches as well. They just just ride around in circles for no reason, just stop and won't go nowhere in the middle of an intersection. It's been happening, and I guess the people are sick of this crap. They like lit one on fire in the middle of the. Lunar Year celebration in Chinatown in San Francisco, which I imagine must be quite a fun time because it's a, it's one of the largest Chinatowns in the world. It's pretty. It's definitely the largest Chinatown in all of the United States. It's pretty wild there. The incident occurred around 9 p.m. on Saturday. Waymo said that the autonomous vehicle was not transporting any passengers at the time of the incident and no injuries were reported. I would hope they wouldn't light the car on fire when there's a passenger in the back seat, but you know you can't put it past these these uh, American. Americans, <laughs> these American Americans. I'm looking. I'm watching video of it. It looks like a lot of young kids with skateboards smashing it. Well, it's uh, well, you know, they can't take over our jobs if they're all in flames. That's for one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no fire like a lithium fire, cause a lithium fire don't stop. Woohoo! <laughs> um, the car has no defense to this though. When someone starts attacking the car. You know, you would think that they would put something in there, like a initiate self-destruct sequence. <laughs> no, we don't want that. Uh, you know, I don't know. You can imagine them turning into a transformer and running away like Bumblebee. That would be kind of cool. They're not quite there yet with the technology. Now, it also says in the story here, it's unclear what prompted this irate crowd to set upon the robo taxi and beat it to a pulp and set it aflame. I can tell you why, man. People are tired of these things. People are sick of them. They're sick of them. There's too many in the city. Just just annoying. This one probably stalled in the middle of their their block party. And they're like, screw this, man. I'm gonna smash the windows, throw some fireworks in there. I'm gonna warm up. It's a cool, it's a cold night. On a cool night, just let me warm myself by the firelight. It's a robo-taxi on fire. On a cool night, burning taxi. On a cool night, let me warm my hands right by the taxi. Well, now, I suppose we'll just wait for the retaliation from the, the world of robotics and AI. 
because obviously the first robot war has begun. Remember this day in history, guys. It's February 2024. The first robot war begins. In 2024, people began to fight back against the oncoming technological dictatorship. Humanity rose up to fight against the AI, to fight against the oncoming army of robots at first aimed at taking our jobs and then our lives. And that's why we have John Connor. Hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thanks for spending another episode with me. I appreciate your time. I want to thank everybody that reached out to me. If you'd like to email me, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. You can call the show as well and leave a voicemail, 646-450-2012. My Instagram is at funnyjones if you'd like to see what I have going on in the rest of my life. And uh, if you haven't subscribed yet, Consider subscribing to the show. Just FYI, we do weird news five days a week. And on Friday, it's only weird news from the state of Florida, which people seem to enjoy for some reason. I haven't figured that out yet, but it does happen. Um, Lastly, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to my website, weirdafnews.com, and you can buy Jonesy a cup of coffee by clicking on the coffee cup graphic. Or you can join the Patreon by clicking on the Patreon banner as well. Uh, Or you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or download the Patreon app on your phone and do a search for Weird AF News. These are just ways to support the show if you're feeling generous. Uh, and no need to feel obligated to do anything of the sort. I'm grateful enough if you just spend a little time with me five days a week. That's, that's really enough for me. And I love you for it. And I want you to know before I go, good luck with your life, man.